Jones, Driving Double Feature presents Spooky Minutes Spent in a Ghost House, episode 24, a minute-by-minute podcast covering spookies and ghost house. Too fun. Second half of the 80s, haunted housey, weird-type movies. And we're starting with Spook House. We're going to go, uh, Spook House. We're starting with Spookies, then going to Ghost House. And uh, where do we leave off? Oh, oh, and we are still in the midst of me trying to do shorter episodes just to see how that goes, by the way. So if you see this episode, it's like 11 minutes as opposed to normal ones, like 18 or 19. That's what's going on. Anyway, uh, where were we with Spookies? Oh, yes, the, the planchette, and we're about to use the Ouija board, and that one couple were like, speaking with whom? The dead. The dead, but they're dead. And, yeah, them. So um, uh, listen to them whine some more. Dying isn't the end. It's the beginning. Aren't you supposed to ask it questions? Yes. Some poor soul or souls are supposed to inhabit each board. They're duty-bound to answer any question put to it. Since when has Carol been into all this weird stuff? This is ridiculous. The dead have never left us. Their world exists all around us. They watch us through this board. The dead can reach out to us. And if you're a very good kitty, I will give Carol to you. <laughs> You'd like that, wouldn't you, kitty? Yes, of course. Beanie, beanie, chilly beanie. The spirits are about to speak. Are they friendly spirits? Get out of here. My turn. Get out. Okay, hardly put any pressure on it at all. Alright, so it looks like we're finally going to be using the Ouija board. Um, I think a question is about, the first question is about to be asked when this minute ends. So it ends with the, um, the, uh, the, um, the, the head, uh, guy's, um, girl, what's his name? Duke, Duke's gal, the one, um, with the, in the big blue shirt. Um, sitting down, putting her ha- hands on the planchette, and um, and that that one couple that look at from the beginning, the minute look bored out of their minds, are sort of standing above. It it is kind of interesting that um, you know, Carol is the one who's talking all about it, and everyone's kind of giving her sort of weird looks. And the gal says, "Duke, you know what? How long has Carol been into this kind of stuff?" What I find weird at the, at the end is so when the gal sits in front of the the Ouija board, puts her puts her hands on the planchette, the the woman who was they're dead that one who was so like skeptical and ridiculous is like okay barely put your fingers on it don't barely touch it barely you know and it's like why is she the one who knows she doesn't seem to know what that is but now she knows how it works that's a little weird um maybe maybe the cut to the uh, the shot of the um the old guy sitting in a chair surrounded by candles with that kitty monster like at his at his you know side kind of pawing at his his, his leg you know um, was meant to make us forget that, but it's uh, it's funny. It's funny now. It's it's very tough now that I know, sort of which bits were the original bits and which bits are the added bits. It's it's become very tough to for me to differentiate. It's become very tough for me to not think. Oh, we're in the other part of the movie now. Oh, we're in the second. We're in Spooky's Mark Two or whatever. Um. And we'll see what they do. I think they they begin to combine them here, and, and of course, the, the Spooky's Mark One was never done, and Spooky's Mark Two was to only fill in the gaps of what hadn't been done in the way that the sort of financiers of the movie wanted. So, 
uh, it all gets uh, it all gets a bit goofed, but uh, but we do know, yeah, that the um, the old guy and the cat are somewhere up underneath the house or something like that, and they are um, going to be monitoring the Ouija board stuff, and we get we get lots of shots of people's faces as Carol is now talking in that monotone. I would think I would think that Gail would have asked Duke, you know, not just um, since when has Carol been into all this weird stuff, but since when has she just started talking like this all the time instead of the way she normally does? And doesn't Carol have a boyfriend? I, I keep I keep not seeing him to the point where I think I don't remember correctly, but I think he'll probably be the first to die. So that when he dies we all have to go Who's that guy who just died? Okay, yeah, that's right. But I'll try to keep you posted on that. So, here we go, and we're going to um, fiddle around with the Ouija board. And um, it's funny, at the end of the minute, the... the but they're dead, the one with the, the British accent there. She looks like she's yawning. Um, I don't know if she's yawning or not. We'll find out when the next uh, minute begins. I think my favorite moment of the minute is seeing that Richard, who's the goofy guy, eeny meeny chili beanie with uh, Mook, the puppet... He's wearing a t-shirt with a picture of his face on it. I think that's awesome. I think that is the best. Um, I know I don't know why I never noticed it before, but that that's sort of perfect. And and again, there's something about you know he's in a t-shirt with a picture of himself on it. Um, there's one gal's in the big blue shirt, if you know what I mean. The other guy is um, in the leather jacket. Carol and her boyfriend are kind of dressed mid-range. But then the other four, the other two couples are all dressed like they're going to a pleasant party, a dinner party somewhere. I still don't get what the hell they were all up to or how exactly when this was arranged, what they told everyone was going to happen. I mean, I mean, presumably what we saw earlier is they went to some sort of party, which is probably a little more high class than hiding out in an old deserted house by a cemetery um they got thrown out presumably because of duke and richard and and maybe mook mookie showed up i don't know but yeah here's where we are now and i think stuff is about to happen i do hope so we're 24 minutes in when we get to the end of the next minute we'll be 25 minutes in and the movie's an hour and 25 and 22 um with like the last 10 seconds or so of that probably being the um vinegar syndrome uh logo so um I remember lots and lots of stuff happening in this movie, but when you watch it minute by minute, 24 minutes in, not much has happened. I mean, Billy Billy got killed, obviously, but that seemed to have been added almost specifically because nothing's happening here. But then if all that stuff with Billy and everything hadn't been added, honestly, we'd probably be only, what, like maybe 13 or 14 minutes into the movie. So, hey, que sera, sera. I don't even know if that works for this, but I, let's pretend it does. So let's go on to Ghost House then. And, um... Let's see, the two guys were going up to the roof to see that the one guy hadn't put the aerial up, and the one gal, uh, the one I like, whose name I'm completely blanking on, I did for the last time too, she is, um, she is in the attic. And that's where this minute begins.
I'm able to keep the episode shorter right now because sometimes nothing really happens in this episode. So, um, our leading lady, Edith, Wilma, Paula, why am I forgetting her name? It'll come back to me, it'll come back to me. Um, she is, she sees the guys go up the steps and she's just kind of standing there in the attic when she hears this mu- the music playing and this voice saying something over and over again. And I'm glad to say the first thing she does is she looks towards the the, um, the radio setup and the tape deck to make sure that it's not coming from there, and it's not. And so she heads out, and there's some nice, um, there's some nice cutting here where she she heads towards the staircase, which we don't actually know is there, and then suddenly she's on the main staircase coming down to the first floor. So they cut out her going down the spiral staircase and walking along the hallway, and then going down the thing, which is very nice. And then it cuts to her um, going down the steps into the basement, which is where the minute ends. We see like a, a dryer in the background, maybe it's a washer, um, but it looks like a dryer and her slowly going down the steps into the very cobweb-filled room. I thought for a second there, I I couldn't quite tell because the camera's way in the back of the room, and I couldn't quite tell that we were in the basement for a second and because the door opens and she starts to step down. And for a second, I thought we were in a more of a room like in um, a TV movie, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, uh, you know, where they have that in the center of the house, there's that little slowly, like... Um, um, sunken room that just has like three or four or five steps down. It has that big sort of fireplace thing that's boarded up. For a second, I thought that's what that this was, but then when I saw she was walking down more steps, there, there, it's it's not quite as a steep. Uh, I, I I thought the basement was was more down, but but it's not quite as as steep down as I thought it was. And now she's she's there. I wonder if this basement has been used as basements in other rooms. Maybe for a second I thought the house by the cemetery maybe used this basement. I don't know. Uh, I don't. No, I don't think they they they. I don't think they shot in the same places. But it has it has that sort of basement feel to it. But now she's down there, and there's a very large like burnt pot or or like a hat box or something in the foreground oh maybe it's not burnt maybe those are just um shadows of something over it i don't know but she she's down there and she's creeping around um she didn't turn on a light which is unfortunate i don't know with the um i mean i i applaud her i mean they they heard this eerie music and um that voice and then they heard those screams and um, she said she was worried when they were going in and she was scared. But now she's strolling into the darkened basement as this loud music seems to be playing and it doesn't, she doesn't seem to be bothering her. Which is good because, um, hey, if you're in a haunted house movie, you, you can't just sit in one room. You know, that's a, that would be a, a bottle haunted house movies. What are those episodes called where you stay in a more or less one room? Like Community used to do those and... Um, Age of Destruction, the Doctor Who serial is it does that. Midnight, the Doctor Who story does that. The, what is it, the the Fly or whatever episode of um, Breaking Bad does that? You know, where they're just in like one one set, one sort of standing set. Um, that would be a funny haunted house where we, no one just left the living room because they were all too scared. We're not we're not leaving the room if we don't leave the room. Nothing can happen to us. You'll put a bucket in the corner for tinkling and 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 you're good. You're good until morning. But yeah, she. I mean, it is still technically it's it's the middle of the day here. So so I don't think. Um, well, I mean, it's very dark down here. I see no sign of um, windows or anything. If they are, they're probably blackened up. Um, but yeah, she does. Seem, it does seem pretty brave of her going down there, especially as the music is getting louder. I mean, I'd hate to. I mean, even as as brave as I can be, and I'm Dan Budnick. Uh, I um, 
I don't know. I, I think I think going towards that music and that voice, I think if I found out what that was at the, at the source of that, I would probably poop my pants and run away with, with the dirty, dirty, dirties, with my dirties. I'd just run into town and apologize to everyone and say, can I please, please get a fresh pair of pants game over on these drawers okay but she seems pretty pretty brave about it unfortunately we can't see what she is getting um approaching or or anything this minute but we will in the next episode i, I think that's what we have to talk about here because it's just her wandering closer and closer to the um, as the music gets louder and louder so and i do like i do like that voice that um have you seen the movie? Do you know what that's about? I won't say anymore. I won't say anymore. Um, because I just kept hearing it throughout the movie, and then um, I'll stop. I'm saying more when I said I wouldn't say anymore. So let me stop, and I'll end the episode. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, be good to yourselves. We'll come back next time. We'll do some... Um, uh, we'll play with the Ouija board a bit, and we will find out if that woman was yawning or about to speak, and we'll see what our friend here, Polly? Ethel. Did I say Ethel already? Uh, Merman, maybe you can have a first name Merman. That's what I'd. I'm gonna name. A, I'm gonna name a dog Merman. I think it's a fun name. What was her name? Edith Gretel. No. Hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, that's the end of this one, everyone. We'll see you with the next one. Be good to yourselves. Listen to this. <laughs>